Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hi guys, welcome to the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Jordan Dreyer. And I'm Dahlia Ramahi, and today we're continuing our conversation about forward-looking and forward-planning and our thoughts on just how to move forward, I guess. And not bog yourself down with the present and or it'll always be this way or something like that. Yeah, like the current appearances, exactly. Yep. All right, let's get started. All right. We're going to figure out a way to have a new political demo done and paid for. We're just going to do it. Let's just figure it out. Oh, that would be so awesome. Like that's, you know, I want a character demo. I want um, to update my commercial demo. I want a political demo. But that, all that requires funds. And we're the, I know, the funds I wanna... are going to take care of itself. <laughs> I have a character and a video game demo, but I want to update them. I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot since then. And, and a poli- uh, yeah, yeah, because the political season coming up and whatever. Like, it would yeah. just make so much sense. And I feel like because you can make money there. Yeah. And, and you know what? Look, this is the way I see it, Jordan. Character voice acting for me is the long game. Yeah. Uh, video games is the long game. You know, I do, it does not need to happen in 2022. I yeah. know yeah. what I want. And as long as I'm working towards it by taking acting classes, maybe video game coaching, you know, with Dave Finoy or Mark Grau, animation coaching, whatever. Like, I have my people that I'm so interested in working with. You know what I mean? Like Ellie Ray yeah. or whatever. I know. I just, I'm the, happy I got on Mark Grau's casting list finally because... <laughs> I because I saw something on Twitter that I applied to, and then um, yesterday I got an email like for something entirely different. So I was like, "Cool, I'm on the list now." And, what's like, the what's the Mark Rao cast? I mean, like his like roster? just submissions at Mark Rao. Like just the fact that I'll get that I get emails for auditions. Like that's nice. Oh, nice! That's wonderful. Congratulations! Thanks. You know, he's just someone that I have like written in big letters. I want to work with him with for animation and character um, voice acting. You know what I mean? That's um, I I need to learn more about him, but I I just know that he is like a big name. Like certain people, you just know their names, but you don't know yeah, why they're I, famous. Yeah, I honestly, you know, he's famous because he does a lot of like the wacky voices and stuff, but. I just wish that his posts were more uh, educational or more enlightening. Uh, he's He seems like a great guy, but all his posts are always like, these are the characters I did or throw back to like, you know, the VO greats. You know what I mean? Mm. So like you learn a lot about the animation industry from him, yeah. like from the past and stuff. But I wish that, you know, he would be more willing to give like little gems or coaching tidbits. You Maybe know what I'm saying? Maybe that's just not his style. No, I don't think it is his style. And he doesn't need to. People are dying to work with him, you know? I mean. Yeah, maybe he gives those gems in his classes when you pay exactly. for it. <laughs> oh, you definitely pay for it because I reached out to him and asked him about his sessions and they aren't cheap. They I really imagine. aren't cheap, but doesn't matter because I'm going to find a way to afford all of that this year. But like I said, character acting is my long game. Like what like, are you right going to do to um, like afford it? What's your plan for that? That's that's my plan is to get sustainable income. Mm-hmm. And however that is, you know what I mean? But I'm also not just thinking about my life in voice acting. I'm not looking to invest every penny in voiceover. I want to invest it in my retirement. I want to create a retirement. I want to create <laughs> I don't a even savings. Have that. But that's my point. Like, you know, Jordan, you're not you're not 
too young to start thinking about I know, that. But like I have and so much, I have to put all my money towards my debt, my student loan debt. You don't have and- to. That's a myth. What you can do is create. So um, this is like for me, getting healthy financially is such a priority in 2022. Mm. I want to, I am creating a sustainable lifestyle so that I can continue voice acting while investing in my future, paying for my health care and paying down my debt. I don't see anything as and or kind of situation. It's going to be it's like a or thing, you know, like a situation where I have to pick. I want yeah. all of it, both and. Yeah. I want to take care of my debt. I want to save for my future. I want to invest in my business. And I want to live a fun life. I want to be able to save up for weekend getaways or like, you know, this is all part of the quality of life. And if if getting a full-time job and cutting expenses in certain areas of my life is where I have to do it, I will do it. If it's learning about investing and growing um, an investment portfolio, which is what I'm doing now, really? I'm going to do it. I'm going to look for passive streams of income. Yes. You know, investing isn't this whole, hey, we can talk about this in our episode about, you know, how we talked about forward thinking but uh, and forward planning. We can talk about even more about like what it looks like as business owners and just women um, taking care of ourselves financially. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't know, the stock market and everything is extremely mystifying for me. And I do have some cryptocurrency, but I feel bad for having it now. Why? Because, because of all the energy it takes and like how much pollution it leads to and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I get it. NFTs, crypto, because of the environment and stuff. And I, and I care about the environment and stuff. But, um, you know, there's so much there's so much we can learn about other things. It doesn't necessarily have to be crypto and NFTs that... Listen, I don't think cryptocurrency is going away anytime no, soon. No, and I do like it. I think it's, I mean, it's the idea of no inflation and government's not controlling the money. It's really wonderful. But, like, it's just where is this energy going to come from? Yeah, that, that's true. That's the main I mean, everything thing. is a trade-off. You know, you you are part of one system or another. Mm-hmm. Unless you're the kind of person who lives completely off the grid and doesn't interact with any of the technology or stuff, you're you're part of it. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm not saying it to excuse the whole idea of crypto. I'm just saying you, you have to look at the balance, how you can do your part for the environment while also advancing whatever it is you want to advance. Again, Even like can, electric you can have cars, a both and. Like I, I love the idea, but then I read this article in a small town in Canada where they were like, if everybody here had an electric car, this is how much electric cars require to charge. This is how much is required for the houses, normal yeah. house it was electricity. All electricity. <laughs> and then, like, it's it, the the grid literally can't handle it, and so like you'd have to do everything: re- recharging, rewiring, refinding new power sources. Again, so, it's all a trade-off. It's a yeah. balance, you know. So we think we're doing our part in one area. But we don't realize we might be contributing to uh, some kind of detriment in the, in the collective in some other area. You know what I'm saying? So I think that there's always a balance and it has to it has to align with your own personal values and your vision for your life. So, um, yeah, like because I, I, I don't the same thing. I'm now is the time to take care of my body so that it'll be OK when I'm 50 or 60. Absolutely. So like yes. I'm doing Pilates and Muay Thai and um Krav Maga and whatever and yeah and like so I have to pay for that I want to get back into these improv classes starting in March 
so I'm going to be paying for that. And so then it takes away money that I could be paying towards. I mean, yeah, improv no, is no, towards no. voiceover. But... So, okay, I'm not trying to preach here, but let's let's look at the language you just used. It does not take away from anything. So if you're looking at things from the uh, 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 opportunity of, like, you know, not opportunity, from the mindset of lack, then you'll never have enough of any one thing. You know what I mean? But these are all your choices. So you're not taking away from anything because you're adding to your life in some way. So it's not. So, I mean, listen, the power of words is so important. And I'm not sitting here. I don't want the intention to be like I'm preaching or I'm trying to wrong you or anybody else or something. But just the idea of when we use words like I am going to be taking away from one or I don't have enough or I can't afford it or, you know, that keeps you in the problem mode. And in order to get to solution mode, how can I afford this? You know, if I'm adding to one area of my life, what am I doing for the other area of my life? How can I add to this other area? So when we look at, you know, when we just even use words of abundance and we look at things from what we can add, then the solution becomes easier to find. Yeah, but it might mean more time working and less time doing voiceover stuff. I mean, maybe for a short time or working this job. For three months or something, I don't know. Yeah, so but you, you know what? If money. it if it advances your overall goals, then it's worth it. Because yeah. okay, remember, we can't just look at the short term solution or the short term in the current appearance of what's happening now and think that that determines what's going to happen in the future or that that is the truth of the situation. Mm. It's just a moment in time. So if right now that means getting two jobs or working a full time job, which is what I'm aiming for so that I can have a more robust VO career and a more robust financial future and invest in for my retirement, then I'm okay with that in the short term because I know that I'm creating long-term results that will benefit me more than just in the next week or year. Yeah, I am learning and getting more comfortable with the idea of how long this can be. I mean, because yeah. people always talk about voiceover being a marathon. Mm-hmm. And in a while, like, because I was, I don't know, anxious or something in the beginning where I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not making the kind of progress that they are and, and whatever. And now it's like, well, in the end it's, yeah, it is my life. No one really cares. (laughs) No one really knows or is aware, or maybe they think that I'm booking all the time. Who knows? Like, exactly. And and so someone out there is comparing themselves to you. Yeah. You know? So if it takes another, cause like this, this temple, the Hebrew school that I'm at now, it's full time. And it's like literally nine to five or some days nine to six thirty. And it takes a lot of time out of when, mm-hmm. like if you were to record in a studio, usually they want to do it in the afternoon. Yeah. And so I might, cause I was like, well, I plan, I don't want to be rude. So I plan to stay there at least one year. Cause to me that's polite. And if I, but I do love it also. I enjoy going and I look forward to going. And I listened to a podcast of a lady who today for like the past three years, she has been both full-time voiceover and full-time her career, her corporate job. And I don't know how she does it, but I don't know what kind of job she has, but maybe I can do that too somehow where I make the studios work with me. And then maybe in the future too, like, because it is mostly a secretarial thing. And sometimes I'm kind of bored when I don't have anything to do. Like maybe I can get away from the temple and go record or something if I had to. Yeah. So like, you know, these are all um, good what ifs and they're good uh, planning techniques. And so when you look at that, you get excited and be like, you know, there's always ways to make things work. Mm -hmm. It's not black and white. It's always they're always shades of gray. And um, I don't even like shades of gray, shades of different colors, (laughs) you know, because you can always go in different directions. But that's 
if you allow yourself to not be attached to what's happening right now. So again, you're not your current appearances. Life is so much bigger than what's happening now. And there's nothing more than this current moment. So it sounds like counterintuitive or whatever, or, or contrary, I should say, but it's not. Because the only moment you have is right now. But that being said, this moment is always changing. Your future is always arriving to you. You are not going to some future destination because you'll never get there. So your future is coming to you in every new moment that you experience. And so if you allow yourself to just go through it without being so attached to what's happening in this one moment, you can see opportunities that weren't possible for you. I really believe that. I know I've said that a hundred times before on previous podcasts. So anyway, Um, there's a lot to look forward to. No, I was just going to say, what's an example of something that came to you that you had your eyes open that you think maybe if you had been somewhere else, you wouldn't have had your eyes open? Well, it's not like a physical location. Oh, well, so no, no, I'm talking about. No, no, I see what you're saying. So like, no, for example, like if I am only stuck in where I'm at right now. Like, man, I can't afford this. Ah, I really want to do some new demos or I don't have the money for it or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So even just asking the question, how can I afford this? This is just a moment of time. I was able to afford so many things in the past. I can do it again. So just to remind myself of what is possible, what was done, what can be. I mean, first of all, just because you've done something once doesn't mean that it's going to happen again. And it doesn't mean that it'll happen the same way. Yes, you can try to replicate results and past experiences, but they'll never be 100% same because remember, every new moment is different. So if every new moment is different, the circumstances are, all gonna be, are also going to be slightly different. And so it might work the second time or the third time, and it might not, and that's okay. And so if it doesn't work for you, you don't get attached to it and think, oh my God, that's it. So in my example... I thought, you know, I'm talking about just the idea of audiobook narration. Mm-hmm. Up until last year, I didn't think that that was something within my wheelhouse. I didn't think because I have really bad ADD and I'm like, <sighs> I can't sit for hours at a time narrating an audiobook. And what if my technical skills suck and whatever? And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Last year around this time, I got hired to do my very first audiobook. Okay. It was about Uh Palestine and Israel. It was a nonfiction. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. As a Palestinian, I'd love to narrate this. You know what I mean? It was my first audiobook. Everything that went wrong could go wrong. I got really sick. Not pressing record. (laughs) No, no, not that bad. But I will tell you how bad it was. I recorded 10 full chapters. And this was a dense book and long chapters. Like when I say long, they're over 30 pages long for each chapter. And that's a lot, especially with Mm. really small writing and a lot Mm -hmm. of heavy words. And not to mention, I had to uh, read a lot of the words in English, Hebrew, and Arabic. (sighs) So I had to also... Uh, coordinate with a Hebrew instructor to make sure that my pronunciations were correct. So I had the pronunciations, but not the exact emphasis on where the word would flow. You know what I mean? Like the emphasis of the word, because I don't speak Hebrew. So um, it was a very dense, I got 10 chapters in. I had another 12 to go. I go Uh in one day to start recording and all the 10 chapters are gone, just gone. Gone from my computer, gone from my life. Don't know. But it was my technical error because I was using Audacity at the time. And like I'm like I made process mistakes. You know what I mean? And they were mistakes I didn't know I was making while I was recording. That being said, 
you know, I spoke to like Uncle Roy. I spoke to uh, George Widom and mm-hmm. and and Dan and and uh, Leonard, and I was just trying so hard to to make this. And I started crying. Yeah, I got I so attached. Yeah, I was crying. I even called my brother because he's like an IT guy. I'm like, please, somebody's help me. You know, I called um <laughs> everybody files. that I could. Karen from uh, Voiceover Websites. I called everybody that I could think of. Anyway, the point is it was gone. So I gave, I allowed myself to cry. And then I got right back in the studio and started recording again. My deadline was fast approaching. But also at that, that time, I got so sick. I got really sick that I lost my voice. I became physically ill because I was pushing myself so oh, hard. Wow. So I eventually had to bow out of that book because I just couldn't continue. I got so sick. My voice was gone. I pushed myself too hard. And I was like, oh my God, if I had used that experience as my truth, say I suck as an audiobook narrator, I suck as a voice actor, as a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then I wouldn't have gone for the next book, which was a success. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so my point is, we're not our current appearances. We learn, we grow, we get better. And so if you look at your current reality, and so, oh, that's what I mean, is that because I allowed myself to accept what happened, forgive myself, and move forward, I saw the next opportunity and the next one that came, I allowed for the next opportunity to come to me. It was an, an audio book. And it was a bigger deal than the one. I don't want to say bigger deal. I don't mean it like that. But I mean, like, it was even a bigger recording. You know what mm. I mean? But I was ready this time. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm saying. That was a long, rambly story. But I hope Well, I mean, that's what I wanted. I, I wanted something specific. So <laughs> Yeah. So that we're not our current appearances. We're not the moment. We are just this one moment in time. But it does what you do is what defines your next moment and how you think is what defines your next moment not what's actually happening what's actually happening is already considered the past yeah i whether like you agree with that or not it just is like this conversation we have is already in the past tense it's done so the thought you have this next thought coming up is what drives your next moment and your next moment and your next moment so that's why we're never our current appearances (laughs) anyway okay yeah yeah so okay (laughs) um I don't know what to say. Like, does that help? Does that help you get an idea of where I was going with that and what I mean by that idea? Yeah. No, I just wanted okay. to know a specific. I I just wanted for myself to know a specific example yeah. from your life. Yeah. Not that I was confused, but I just wanted to know. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. So yeah, and I have so many more, but I'll leave that for maybe uh, a future. <laughs> yeah. Of how we can move forward. I you think know? it's always nice to be specific. I agree. Um, you know, here's one quick another example. I lost a lot of weight during the pandemic. Okay. And everyone around me wasn't losing that weight, but I, I'm not comparing myself to anybody. You know, I just, I was in a, in a mindset where isolation worked for me. I wasn't eating out. I wasn't socializing. And so I really focused on clean eating. It was just easy to do without the distractions. Yeah. Right. After everything opened up, I kind of went back to my old ways and I gained 15 pounds. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Over the last year or so. And it doesn't it didn't feel good. But here I am. And I injured my hip. So the point is, like, you know, I was I can't I'm not going on my 30 mile bike rides like I used to when I was in quarantine. And I'm not doing my um, eight to 10 mile walks like I was because I was so bored and had nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, I'm injured. 
the, the way I, I gained weight. And uh, I feel like I'm starting over. Like, I have to start over with my strength training, with my exercising. And I'm okay with that. Yesterday, I went to the gym, and I felt great. So, again, just start from where you're at and keep going. Not yeah, it's funny what past. you can do with time. Like, I also enjoyed the pandemic. And, I mean, the early isolation and um, yeah. getting just so many things done, like wanting to get better at baking and wanting to get better at embroidery. And like, yeah, when I was in France too, because I had not much to do at all, I would go on two hour walks like almost every day. And, yeah. Uh, but now I'm like, well, I want to, I've got other things I want to do and, and I don't have time. And, or I mean, like I, I do plan time for exercise, but otherwise I've got more stuff that I want to do. In France, I really yeah. didn't have anything to do. And you know, what? again, like, you know, I, I can't go on my hours, hours, like I'm talking about like two, three hour long bike rides, but I can get on a bike for 20 minutes and you can still feel the same high. You can go on a 20, 30 minute walk and still feel good. It's just about uh, how we can modify things, you know? Yeah. Anyway, this was a really good episode. I I really hope that you guys benefited from it. And if you have any questions or comments or if you have your own thoughts about what we discussed today, please hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, email. Our website is bloomingvoices.com. What are your last takeaways, Jordan? Just building yourself up. Like, again, what can I do to afford this? I want to do both Pilates and voiceover classes. So what mm-hmm. am I going to do? And yeah. also the idea that things don't happen right away. <laughs> they, okay. Like, it, it's going to take a while to get... Um, that overnight voiceover. success. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, the voiceover status that I want. And that's, I mean, it's going to, because it requires funds. And so does any business, raising capital and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's something I'm, I'm getting better at every year. I feel like every day, just this, yeah. the business of acting and stuff but and and by the way just so you know for like just side note for pilates i do pilates but i do it at home i used to do pilates religiously before the pandemic um at a studio and i used to do reformer pilates Mm -hmm. by the way if anyone's interested in pilates go for it it's an amazing workout i love it but um when you talk about pilates and vo i found that interesting because that's where i was at because i was interested in going back also to a pilates studio that i used to do but um, for me, the prices were ridiculous. And I'm like, huh, how can I afford this? And then guess what? I found an at-home Pilates program. So again, opportunities come from nowhere. And for me, it works because I've been doing it for a while, so I can. But it might not work for everybody. But my point is, you don't know where your opportunities and solutions come from. So ta-da. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, I could do it from home, too, or because I was doing a lot of video yoga videos when I was in France. But it, in a way, I mean, because with my roommates around and stuff, it's nicer to go to another place. Because I, I can't yeah, really do I it totally in my room. That. I'd have to do it in the living yeah. room. But they're out there doing whatever because it's usually at night that I go to this class. Ah, well, you know what? Cheers to Pilates and VO, to all the funds, and to everybody and ours' success and yes. all the opportunities that are coming our way. So I love you guys. Happy I hope you February. enjoyed today's episode. Happy February. Yeah, I was uh, scrolling through the TV one day, and I, I like watching Hallmark movies and mysteries, and they refer to it as loveuary, and I kind of cringed. Oh. I'm like, ooh, no, please, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I guess happy loveuary. Uh, anyway. Happy Heart Health Month, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye. Thank Bye, you. Bye, guys. <laughs> That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. And let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday. 